evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Constructing the Clubhouse, the world's best podcast about building a comedy club in Barcelona in the middle of a pandemic. I am a, your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Joining me is our beautiful co-host, John Ellis. Hey, everybody. And our two special guests, Andy J. Ritchie. That's correct. And John Spallan. That is correct. That's, that's almost correct. That's almost correct. A bit it's wrong. It's close enough. Spallan. Spallan. Not Anne, like Spillan, like, like the name Anne. Spillan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Well, we're off to a strong start with the two most charismatic <laughs> people in comedy. Oh. We're in this section of the show. Let's talk, let's talk Edinburgh Fringe. So, Andrew, you're Hello. actually from the town of Edinburgh. Yeah? That's correct. I think I've seen all of you in, en in Edinburgh before. Actually. Yeah. So, what was it, two years ago you came to our Barcelona show, compilation show? I, th I think it's even longer wasted. ago than that. Wait, I came wasted. You what are you talking wasted. about? Really? Wasted. That's a few years ago. I've been sober two years, 100% uh, sober. <laughs> Definitely haven't <laughs> broken at all in that period. So. Yeah, no, I think it was probably three years ago. 20, what would that be, 2019? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the, I went to Barcelona and all I got was this lousy comedy show? That would be the one, the very one. I don't remember how much you heckled, but... I strangely have no memory of that at all. I wonder why. Uh, I oh. Honestly, was I um, heckling and drunk? You were you were in good spirits. Wow, I'm, I'm extremely proud of that. Uh, it's what I would have wanted great. to do. This is real fucking Diane Sawyer <laughs> stuff. You're just entrapping <laughs> Andy. Get him on the pod and airing all your grievances. Uh, let's not, move on to no, John. No, 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 it's fine. John, you once said of me that I smelled of uh, dead rats. <laughs> you do, though, to be fair. But why do you have to say it out loud? Mm. No, I don't know. Uh, John was actually the first comedian I ever met that I still talk to today. Oh, yeah? Well, believe it or not. Yeah. From the, from the, we, 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 the Chicago from days. The Chicago days. From yeah. the Chicago days. Yeah. Well, you two knew each other in Chicago. We, I met yeah, yeah. John Spillane and, and Michael Rice in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. In I.O. I, I open mic? Uh, that was one of them. Could have been that. I remember one time taking a, a train way outside of town mm. to do some weird open mic and seeing you on the train on the way back. And going <laughs> like, ah, you're, you're that guy. It was very nice, actually. He was the first person to record one of my comedy sets. You brought, mm. you brought your camera to, to, the, to the show mm. and recorded me. And I was like, can I buy you a beer? And you were like, nah. That's oh. good. Wow. I'm, good. I'm doing it just because I'm. Like, I don't I'm remember this at work. all. Apparently, I must have been on the old Andy Ritchie, if you catch my drift. <laughs> yeah, we're glug glug. I'm pretty glug, sure you glug. just spend the whole time heckling. That's yeah. <laughs> we're over right. two on these stories now. I feel like uh, this isn't the world's best podcast right now. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, know. Andy, remember that time you came drunk? And you're like, no. No, I genuinely have no memory of that. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize. I'll apologize for later things. I'm trying I'm to. Sure. I think I'm trying to apologize for what I'm getting to. Give us some of uh, those hot, juicy heckles. Any good, any good ones that you remember? No, I don't remember. I just remember not doing very well. There's no way I was course. heckling. I refuse to believe that. Was I heckling? He wasn't doing well, and he needed to find someone to blame. So oh, okay. Might have, you God. might have shuffled in your seat a little yeah. bit, and that was uh, that was enough. You can't distract enough. the act. All to right? set Matt off. These are the uh, fringe rules. That's what yeah. happens if you come to Edinburgh. You, some people will shuffle in their seat. So that's how we deal with. You it. heckled me in one of my Edinburgh shows. 
Never. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to include this now because it's a pretty uh, sa saucy echo. Oh, was it? <laughs> you came in in the middle of the show, so yes, you were late. Yes, I, I remember. Yeah, you walked in the middle of the show, you were late. And I was like, oh, hey. And you're like, hey. And then you turned around to everyone and was like, oh, sorry, I'm just... Uh, a reviewer from Autism Weekly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was feeling pretty fresh then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you guys remember that run? So you guys did a show, a compilation show together mm. called Semi Pro? Semi Pro for, for Life. life yeah. baby. For Life. For Life. And we're here to still to yeah. this day. We, la we, we, we lived up to the For Life. That's true. I'm but you guys alive. didn't know each other before that, right? No. We did not. How did that? Some would say we still don't know each other now. And who was the fourth? Stephen Ryan? Stephen, Stephen Ryan, Ryan yeah. and Mr. Donica Tiernan, our mutual yeah. friend. And Michael Rice? Well, he no. was not on that show. Uh, he no, did at least one. He did. He, did, he popped in sometimes. So myself and so I was living in Chicago with Mike at the time, and I wasn't having a. I was kind of again to the end of it. I wasn't having a good time. Um, I was a bit jaded from comedy, and then Donica was like, "I'm doing this," and I was like can I do it as well? And he's like, yeah. And so I came, I actually came, left Chicago a month early to do The Fringe. So I didn't know Andy. But then Mike was like, I'll do The Fringe. And there were some Chicago comedians doing a showcase. Oh, yeah. So we I did that. that. So I did the two shows. I did the Semi Pro for Life and then I did Chicago Comedy Showcase. Was that your evenings. first Fringe? Yeah. Wow. What did you think of it? So like at the time, I thought Andy Ritchie had been doing comedy for years and years. He was like the old head of Barcelona comedy scene. Mm. Because of his old head. Literally. Luckily, yeah. this is just audio, right? Yeah. There's no yeah. visual element. Yeah. No, we can't see the gray hair. Yeah, thank God. But, um, yeah, so, like, I, I went to go visit. I was staying with that weird kid from Madrid. I can't remember his name. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Such a... Lovely guy. Yes. Uh, and the, I don't know what he's called. We, but yeah. we were staying four people into, in one bedroom. Oh. That is, that's, that's the real fringe oh. experience. And it was amazing yeah. because the guy that we were living with had two very large dogs and like about six pythons. And it was the dirtiest, smelliest apartment. It was over in Leith. This is, sorry, this is pythons explained. like snakes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. This is really explaining the dead rat smell. It was just the <laughs> mice they feeding were feeding time, the yeah. mice. Oh, pythons. Yeah. It's my new cologne. Oh, oh, the python. Anyway, good story, man. I know, guys. I think um, I stayed with that yeah. same guy, to be honest. That's, I yeah, were you doing a show that year? You were doing a science show, maybe? I think I... I don't remember... I think that was later. I don't think yeah, it was 2017. Yeah, I think I just came to, to watch stuff that mm. year. That, yeah. that I don't year. remember you being there that year. I Did came, you come? You didn't come to our show, though. I, w I think I went to after. Okay, like that was probably better. I didn't so. buy a ticket to it. That was a great room we had for that first. It was, it's yeah, it was in uh, Cabaret Voltaire. Yeah, the upstairs of Cabaret Voltaire. It's pretty cool. It's classic. Many, I, do, I, don't think that, I don't think that's like a fringe room anymore. They don't use it anymore. Yeah, no. it's a shame. It was a good room. It was really good, yeah. It was, only, like 30, it was like 30 seats. Yeah, 35 seats at a push. We used to really like cram it. But. Yeah. You had people sitting on the stage and stuff. Oh, yeah. There, cool. were, like, there were four of us firing, and there was yeah. just such a huge space, so we could fill the room. Like It was, yeah. it was simple. It was so really easy. Yeah, there was no show where it wasn't full like. But this was free fringe, so the whole thing probably cost us about a hundred quid each or something, just yeah. to get into like to get into the uh, fringe guide and stuff mm. like that. And, and then, then you guys made money by the end of the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. not so a huge amount, but yeah, yeah, something that's great. I mean, it was split between four, so yeah, we definitely made money. But I'm looking at in terms of the upfront expenses. I'm doing two shows at Fringe this year, so my solo show, and then I'm doing a mm. Barcelona compilation show. Prime time hours, paid room. That's looking at like. Three thousand. Oh my God! Two hundred pounds for for renting. 
the rooms mm. and then and then all the other stuff. Yeah. So it's gonna break me. Is there any reason why you're doing paid rooms? I don't, this is probably not the best time to bring this up yeah. now that you've done it, but I just wonder because like there's a lot of free options still. No, it's fine. Um, we on this podcast talk about finances all the time. A lot of oh the yeah, yeah, that's that's it. I just I have to say I think I've listened to every episode of the show, and that's my favorite part. <laughs> it, I think it's mental that you talk about it and that you're like open and honest, but it's probably the most. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's what I would want to know. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think you're supposed to do that, right? I'm not. Yeah. Like well, a we we really pissed man, off one of the one of the comics by asking. Oh yeah. And we were just asking his opinion. I was just like, "Hey, how much do you think an act should get? And what about the promoters?" Like, we oh, were, I don't yeah. want to talk about money. <laughs> we wanted to know how much we needed to be offering international yeah. travel traveling comedians to sort of attract them to Barcelona. Yeah, I think that's fair. Should that's a fair question. It was not. It's not. There's a great uh, Joe Swanberg keynote speech from South by Southwest, which is about like it's just, like, it's called like Let's Talk About Money, and it's like no one wants to talk about money. It's so uncomfortable, yeah, but totally it's so important. Should. And it's all mysterious. So here's, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to talk about it all. I'm going to talk about the exact prices and all the costs and the benefits. And Joe Swinberg? Joe Swanberg. Swanberg. Yeah. So anyway, the reason I'm not doing a free room is because I applied for the PBH free fringe. Mm. I didn't apply for any of the other ones. Because partly like the, the, the thing they make you read, and you kind of have to sign this commitment yeah to say that you're not going to go with any other free fringe organization uh yeah he's a bit of a mental case pbh i don't know if he's still involved i'll say that take (laughs) take that peter i keep forgetting forgetting that it's a guy that pbh actually is a guy's initials it's not just an organization yeah oh well it's just this dude i had no idea that was sort of the first one i I (laughs) came across and i was like it seems good and i remember seeing the pbh free fringe pamphlet at Mm. fringe so i was like all right i'll apply for that and then it's just the can's just been getting kicked down the road yeah, for a long time. Fair. I haven't been accepted to anything through that. So eventually I was like, look, I'm I'm going to fringe this year, mm. like one way or another. Fair play. So mm. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, and what are you doing, just a tonic? No, it's uh, Paradise Screen. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm Where is that? Uh, That's the big church on the other side of the elephant. Oh, oh is, that, is that not where your um, Chicago thing was? Was that not Paragon Paradise Green? No, that's Greenside. Ah, right. I know you were thinking of oh, my friend Brian did that venue. It's great. Yeah, he had a great time with them. That's cool. They so, yeah. so far they seem great. They seem very professional and they're yeah. sort of prodding me to do a lot of stuff that I kind of haven't got around to. Mm. Uh, so that's nice. And honestly, the way that I look at it is, of course, I'm going to lose a lot of money on it, mm. but I'm going to come out of that month with a really good hour of comedy, mm. uh, which you guys will be able to see at the Comedy Clubhouse. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you going to be sober for the month? I think I have to be. Uh, to yeah, because you, you might die. I'm doing a Two trial shows. month of sobriety now. I'm about eight days deep. I don't love it. Uh, <laughs> You're having a great to time. To be honest, it's not. I, I don't see many of the benefits, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't. It doesn't make sense for me in Barcelona because yeah. I, I I work here. I drink for free. Uh, but for fringe, I think just money wise, I can't afford to be yeah. drinking. Um, what time are your shows? Starting about five o'clock in the evening. So yeah. it's Wait, when when's, it, when, when's the other one? They're they're back to back. So I'll do oh, my wow. solo Fucking show hell. at five, and then I'll do the split show afterwards, starting at about six. Oh, it's good that they're back to back. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to find. That's primo drinking for like because you got you got your mornings to kind of be hungover, but you got a good bit of evening. <laughs> like if you were drinking, you could. Pull if you it were off, drinking, right? you would have a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah, I took it's gonna be a good uh, time. <laughs> 
I took the two days. I, I took the two days off, so I might drink on the sort of the nights before those or mm. whatever. It's gone out the window pretty early. <laughs> though, so. it, it you, I think you have. Uh, I think you can have uh, a fun month. You have a good time. Was yeah. it weird for you to grow up there and then? It was the weird fridge? for me to grow up there. You're right. Uh, no, but like to do the fridge. Yeah, I guess because like I've always taken it completely for granted because yeah. like I used to go to fringe shows when I was you know about fifteen or something. Mm. So, like, since then, I've gone every year, although less recently. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the, the one thing that was probably good for me was I knew which rooms were the best and where it was easy to get uh, audience members and stuff like that. Mm. So that's why I specifically chose And you don't have to pay for rent. That's true. I was that's pretty cool. Stayed thing. at mommy and daddy's house. Mm -hmm. uh, living the dream. So oh, yeah, you could that was great. Free, free drinking there. Yeah, free drinking. used to bring back all the, those hot babes. <laughs> And have you ever uh, brought uh, anyone back home when, when living with your parents? Not for a long time. No, not since high school. <laughs> that really derailed things. Yeah. Just <laughs> a moment of uh, silence there, a moment just of a sadness. Moment. Just, as, as four men just remembered <laughs> times they had sex, we all just silently remembered different sexual experiences. It was 2004. Well, when you like were there, because Matt, I, I, the one time I remember seeing you in Edinburgh, you were staying about... 10 minutes walk from my parents house yeah. in the neighborhoods where I grew up it was a in very Leeds, right? a very strange feeling but to so just see this I I stayed there both times I think or I think I've been to the fringe three times all right so twice was in that neighborhood yeah mm. I don't remember any of the street names uh, and then the other time was in a some shared airbnb someplace else I don't remember mm. but yeah it's very weird to did I did we just like run into each other on the street? I know that no, we, met, I must we met up at yeah. for lunch. But I think we might have. I remember you urinating in the local cemetery, which actually, uh, that, that wasn't cool. That's, that's, that's actually, uh, we don't, you know, we don't normally do that in Scotland. I don't oh, remember yeah. that at all. Do you not? No. Uh, well, okay then. 1-1. One, one. We're equal. All right. Uh, Fair enough. You know, the, the one thing that I remember from your guys' first run together uh, was Andy <laughs> first and uh, yeah, yeah looking last, a bit right? s shell shocked, being like, uh, you said that you had to tighten your material up. Well, I mean, like lot. I had to get some material <laughs> over the course of those days. <laughs> it was definitely tough times. I enjoyed watching John every night because he would go on and just make sexually it up as assault goes. men basically for yeah. fifteen minutes, which was great fun. Mm. And I was just talking utter shite. Yeah, I well, I went to that was that was the, probably the biggest change of my comedy ever was that festival because before I was doing very what well, what I remember as being very straight stand up. Mm. I've been uh, informed by many people since that they're like, no, you're always weird. <laughs> uh, but I was just doing straight I stand up. You do some straight stand up. I remember you being yeah. very weird. Like, <laughs> you stood out to me as being just like the wacky dude. That was like, <laughs> I was convinced I was a real bloody Jerry Seinfeld, but no. <laughs> Uh, but I was like exhausted and jaded and like halfway through the fringe that year, I went to see Zach Zucker's show, uh, human centipede. something, <laughs> human centipede, some, some, the human something anyway. And it was all like clown and music and sketch. And I was like, Oh, you can actually just do whatever you want on the stage. You don't have to, it's just, you yeah. just have to go up and do whatever you want. So then like I went to the, like, I remember being downstairs in Cabaret Voltaire and I had written like a new bit in like six months. I'm like, if I could do anything on stage, what would I do? I wrote like 12 bits and started doing them. And so, yeah, that was fun. It was a very fun fringe. Can I tell you the one joke of yours that I, I know by heart? Yeah. You know, you know how guys are always like, pussy, 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 <laughs> pussy. 
How about some anal? Right, ladies? <laughs> that's the only... Yeah. That's the one that I can... I do. forgot. Yeah, what's it? There's some kind... It's all about, like, it's about not trying to be a gentleman. Treat her for a change. Yeah. I remember you just going to audience members and pointing at their general crotch zone and going, like, see that? See that right there? Take that. Take that. <laughs> I take that and put it here. And then you would gesture towards your, your own arse crack. <laughs> that is in a vaguely homophobic way. That I have, uh, don't remember that bit. Yeah, uh, that is hilarious. Uh, and I will, yeah, you I bring will, that back. You I will reintegrate it into the act. I was that very, I was very sad when you stopped doing all the uh, musical cues and no, stuff. I still do them. No, do you? I, I still do. I'll be doing them tonight. Yeah, at bloody uh, the comedy clubhouse. Uh, yeah, I do them. Just sometimes if I'm doing shorter sets or I'm doing multiple sets in a night, I'm running around. I'll do the riffing. Um, it kind of sees why my mood strikes me, but I oh, know I still do. I still do musical stuff and tights and. Oh, oh I saw the tights. The yeah. uh, what is that? Rhythmic, rhythmic gymnastic oh, yeah. routine. It's classic. Very classic. I actually recorded it and sent it to a, a girlfriend once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I quite like. What was the As one you were doing where you were a worm? Oh, and you did the, the yeah. Chariots of Fire. I was <laughs> thinking <laughs> of that. I need to bring it back. Yeah, it was like it was the, okay. So a bit was it? It was at Edinburgh. It was like. Oh, so I, the, the premise is I was originally actually supposed to come to Edinburgh with a, uh, a production of uh, Chariots of Fire, but it was going to be an all-snail production. Um, but I, uh, the, the, the mollusks, apparently, you can't bring them on planes, so I, they got destroyed and killed. Um, and so, uh, I, but I'll give you a little taste of what it would have been now. And I just go on my side of my face and I do the chariots of fire team and I just slide across the stage on my face. How and long did that last? Ooh, yeah. I would, it would start to scab and bleed and <laughs> not good. I would do that. It would take the whole, like literally the whole bit would like, like take three minutes for me just across the stage. And then I'd get up and like, then I was going to come up with a production of Annie. Um, but all of the children were uh, destroyed at airport security as well. <laughs> um, and I'll give you a taste of that. And then I put on a red curly haired <laughs> wig and I go down like a snail again and I do the chariots of fire again, but just, just, <laughs> this, just this time with a wig on. <laughs> when did, do you come up with it? Yeah. When did you start just doing like, like nothing, nothing. When did you give up? <laughs> when did you start going up with nothing? Um, Improving everything. That fa- I, the, uh, at Edinburgh as well, uh, I had I had they were, I was supposed to do a venue and the venue was destroyed or something, and there was like literally like a disaster and they changed my venue last second and I needed the venue for all the bits I had planned so I couldn't do all these video bits I had planned so I just said, fuck it I'll uh, I'll just I'll just do an improvised show mm-hmm. and that was my favorite one of the fe- of the festival I've ever done was the one where I just did the hour improvised every night. The the last time I saw you in Edinburgh, I came with a friend of mine. I remember, mm. and you did like a the whole show was you just starting the show. I think. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, it was fun. I had a fun time. Yeah. What's the bit with time? the Pringles can? Because I saw an empty box of condoms in our green room, mm. and I imagine that's your fault. Yes. I was a, a fucking ladies backstage. Mm. Again? Yeah. I love it. It's the only reason I'm in this game. That's accurate. <laughs> the Make sure you don't cut that, because that's the first honest thing yeah. he said. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the first honest thing he said all, all evening. Um, yeah, no, the Pringles bit is, I do this like warm-up game with the audience, and there's a bit where I like throw condoms at the people, you know, to the ladies in the audience. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, not you! 
Not you, yeah, not kicking people out. But then it ends with me getting a, a thing of Pringles and going like, who's a hungry boy in the audience? And finding somebody hungry <laughs> and making them lean back and open their mouth. And I say, is it Pringles? And I turn it over and all condoms come out of the Pringles <laughs> can. I'm like, it's condoms. <laughs> nice. Right. Well, that, w- that was a good solid 10 minutes of uh, John's material. Let's talk about Andy's material. My non-existent material. Well, I also went up on stage <laughs> with nothing. <laughs> so you'd come, you were performing mostly in... Barcelona, yeah, and then you went to Edinburgh, and it was I had like over. three bits about Barcelona that worked, yeah, <laughs> okay, and then some utter horseshit. So like when I started the fringe run, I think I was like, oh, I need to. It, I guess it's like what the fringe used to be like, like twenty years ago when people went with nothing, and then over the course of we probably did about seventeen nights or something like that. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't do a full run, and uh, yeah, eventually I filled fifteen minutes, but I was certainly not proud of it. Uh, wow. at all but i had fun though i had yeah. a lot of fun it was a great one yeah we had we had great we had fun. loads of fun that was a great there was also like there, there were four of us so like um you know Easy it was always yeah. fun that seems like a pretty good way to do it to be honest that imp- the the improvised hour was definitely my favorite show i've done but my favorite run like for crack was definitely that one it's nice having four people but Where I mean, were it's you? also insane yeah. so the year after you did a solo was that just a tonic where you're like above a club you remember it's like um. long Empty room. Oh yeah, no, no, that was just that, that was that was with PBH. That was yeah, in Barbados. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was uh, that yeah. had. Did that not have really bad like sound leakage? Oh, from worse, yeah. Yeah, awful, awful sound leakage, which is bad for the people next door to me. Uh, and there was, uh, yeah, it was long room, bad light. It was awful. It was really, you could really hear awful. The, the yeah, you could hear like yeah, there was like just doom, doom, doom. You could yeah, hear club yeah. music. Yeah. That's a rough bar as well. Did you do a compilation there? I remember seeing you in that room. I went. That guy that you were right. talking about, the extremely earnest young man, yeah. uh, who you were staying with, Steve, maybe. I, I'm. S- I apologize if you're listening to this, uh, young man. Yeah. But yeah, I remember going on stage there, and uh, yeah. It was listening to the music. It you were like so having hard. to speak over the, the top to, of the music. To the 10 people in the room, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like a proper fringe gig, though. That was probably midnight. Yeah. That was like, uh, yeah. It was super late, Fun super times. empty. There was, oh, I think there was like a really drunk girl who would not cooperate in an improv thing, or she just wanted to improv. It was Forced something. Improv, yeah. It was, it was god awful. It was, really it was fun bad. times, and then you yeah. pissed in a cemetery yeah. uh, that same <laughs> night. I remember. <laughs> cemetery, that that, the oh, cemetery okay. has a memorial to soldiers that died in the First World War. Well, and you, and you pissed on. That shows them what that? he thought yeah. of them. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, but urine happens to be highly nutritious, high in nitrites. Uh, it's great for plants. Oh, someone's a doctor. So it was the equivalent of putting flowers on a grave, yeah. but very, very yeah. slowly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. you see when you get a dog and they start pissing in the garden and then the grass where they pee starts growing a lot faster. Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So You're like, oh, that's take that. Yeah, right. yeah, take that. First world have you heard soldiers. about the, the whole pee pond idea? I have, yeah, because okay. I listened to the Either show. He's a yeah. big fan I of the listen, I listen to the podcast. Of course I know that. I pee in the pond. Man. Yeah, I see him. The very cunt Chris Groves. That's What's a. We're, we're oh, gonna, no, no, don't worry. We bring it up I've, every. I've, I've called uh, multiple people cunts, but here's yeah. certainly one, Christopher. Um, Whenever we finish English comedy in Barcelona uh, meetings, we always finish with the traditional Chris Groves is a cunt. Yeah. Uh, we can talk enough. about that in the second part of the podcast. Accurate, accurate statement. <laughs> is he still listening? <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think he ever was in the no. in the first place. The so, first time I saw you, John, at, at Edinburgh. 
wasn't this first time that you guys were all mm. involved with, unfortunately. It was the other time when you and Mike were doing the same room. Uh, and it was paper-thin walls. I can't remember oh, the, yeah. the venue that's, or anything. That's like Barbados. Barbados. Yeah, Barbados. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Same place. Yeah, yeah, it was just you could hear everything that was happening next door. I think during your show, like the guy next to you got a massive laugh. We heard his whole joke and he got a <laughs> massive laugh. And then for 10 minutes, you went off about what he was up to, which was uh, great. Oh, yeah. No, that was that's the worst venue. That's the worst run. Definitely was that one. I mm-hmm. I remember you struggling to, to fill the room. Yeah, awfully. Yeah, it was hard to get people in. But then Mike, Mike did somehow. Yeah, but it was like it's it, that's how like specific timing. First of all, just Mike's very funny and he's got a he's much re- easier show to indeed. sell. Uh, <laughs> but also, I was on at like half eleven and he was on at like half one, and those two oh. hours is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. It's he was like, on at half one in the morning. No, no, no. In, in the afternoon. In the afternoon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was on at lunchtime. Yeah, and like yeah, there's yeah, lots yeah. of people about, and I was on half eleven. Like the streets were there was there was a fifth of the people on the streets maybe, uh, but Mike was great that year. Myself, Mike, and this guy Dave Marr, who's his show was on a half four, because the way it worked, we just flyered for each other's show. So that was the day. So we we'd all go get up and flyer for my show, and then I'd do my show, and then I'd come out and I have flyer for Mike's show with Dave as well, and then. Uh, we would have flyer for Dave's show and it made the flyering a lot more fun and it helped us fill our rooms yeah, and then we would recommend the shows to people and yeah, yeah, that was, God, that would have been way worse for Interact the Two Lads. I used to always see mm. people like going around all day flyering for their own show, like for six hours during the afternoon. That just always seemed insane to me. I just hoped you could always do it in the one hour. Like for us, it was easy for the, you know, we only had 35 seats mm. and, you know, there were four of us. So we could just like, yeah, primo in. time and primo location. That but was like, like, so it just felt like hard work. You see people trudging around the city, flyering it. I don't think it's even worthwhile now because most things are on the app. Mm. So like people just look and go like, oh, this is starting and it's five minutes away. And so most yeah, people... That's people still fly. Know. Everyone still fly. Oh, yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of tips on, on how to do it. And I, th- I, think, I think people still fly because, like, you might as well do something. Yeah, I think, I think the, the hour beforehand, I think, is good. The one hour is the best time. People just go one to hour, stuff they're right before by, They're like, oh, we'll get a drink nearby and we'll come back. Or, you know, we'll get it. Most people are like, the last 15 minutes when the real, like, you're getting people in is. A, a good flyer tip, I'd say, is find a bu- buddy up with someone. Yeah, yeah it's Buddy way up with more someone fun. and because... Not only are you getting a second person up your flyer, but also it's more fun. Yeah, it's way more and fun. And if you're having you fun, can just flyering, like fuck around people are having fun. Yeah, so yeah, you're just, you know, you should just start doing crowd work with people and have yeah, a bit of crack yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, and then they'll come back. But also, your are are your shows paid? Yeah, because that's slightly different though, because you're selling tickets. I think it's paid, oh, and also we are ours were free friends. It's that sort of weird combination. Oh yeah, Sometimes it's like if it doesn't sell out, then go and then pay what you feel like when you leave. So you could always do that like f- uh, flyering in the in the hour before to just try and grab people but i guess there's some other way to i don't really know for selling tickets to shows yeah there's the the half price hut as well okay <laughs> you can do like there's a hut where you you put your ticket I don't know, like, how price. do you even sign up for that you just, you just, get you in just, touch you just s- you just yeah you just click like the, it's on the website or something you just click i'd like to be on half price hut oh yeah? yeah okay cool um, I remember the first fringe I ever went to I would have been 16 because my family sort of traveling around mm-hmm. uh, Europe I remember one guy was flying by he had flyers sort of shoved into his pockets and in his mouth and in his hands and he was kind of just laying awkwardly in the street uh, like in the middle of everyone and kind of it seemed to be working just because he was doing something different than everybody else was doing there <laughs> so as an idea I've been 
sort of tossing it up to fly for my show because it's called Motivational Sleeper and it's all about how people should do less Pro with tip, their lives. Pro tip, get a dummy. Yeah, that's probably better. <laughs> get a dummy. Get a mannequin. Yeah. But someone will fuck with it. You're just making it. Now I'm remembering what, you know, like growing up in Edinburgh was all like, I fucking hate the French. <laughs> fucking the cunts coming here. Was a lot of that. Yeah, I was, I was thinking to so get a people might fuck up your dummy if it's a take a, a nap with flyers in my hand or something rather. That'd be nice. Watch some Netflix or something. I, don't know. I think this fringe is going to be the f- like the first real one, you know, post COVID and everything. I think last year's was great. I, th- for the I think, yeah. I'm so jealous I didn't do it last. Was it? Year. Was there something Same. the year before as well? Was there something no, in 2020? The year before, and then La- last year, last year was like really busy, right? People were yeah. crammed into rooms. They just, yeah. the no one gave a stuff fuck. Got, like just like lifted right before yeah, the fringe, yeah, yeah, that's and there was only a small number of acts doing it. So they all just they sold out in advance. Yeah, they all just sold out in advance, packed. Yeah. Fuck. But I think this one is going to be more like what it was in 2019, and mm. it's kind of just. I looked through the fringe guide. Or online earlier, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this person's back." This and a lot of people over from the U.S. and stuff. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, this looks quite good. Any um, anybody you're looking forward to? I don't really watch. Co- <laughs> I don't really right. genuinely don't really watch stand-up comedy. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go watch your show. Your dinner show. I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll watch. I'll go watch your show. I've I've said that to John before. Spillane, uh, that <laughs> I would go and watch him yeah. anytime. Aww. Doing anything. Doing anything. Doing any old thing. Oh. Look at this little nice boy. Yeah. Oh, that's you sweet. Can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go see your sh- parents. I, you should. I think they'd love to see you. They've never yeah. met you. They yeah. are, they're always one. They're always asking about you. Uh, I do are they really? That? No. Oh. I don't know he exists. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You think if they did, they still wouldn't. No, I'm not one of the, the friends you introduce the parents. No, but you do have the same hair length as most are of Are you kidding before. me? I would totally introduce you to my parents so that they would think I'm like a nice, normal kid. Right. Oh, ouch. You would, that would be oh, so and by oh, to juxtapose. Like, Look, mom, this oh. is this is how bad it could get. This guy oh, eats yeah. condoms. He's out of humping a the skin. dog as we speak, mm. just for a laugh. Yeah, I think I'm normal. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> the new normal. The new. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. All right, we yeah. have to we have to wrap up this oh. section here in a couple minutes. Um, I don't know. Is there any other fringy things? Give me Ask us the money questions. Let's get into it. Let's do the bloody thing. Yeah, how much would it take for us to do whatever? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, so talk, tell me about money. What are you doing? You're doing free fringe, John. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm, not, doing, I'm not doing a solo. I'm doing a... Uh, I am doing, You're not doing a solo? No, I'm, I'm, I'm doing improv with my improv team. He's not joking. I will. Improv. Improv comedy, yeah. <laughs> with Mob Theater Dublin. No. And w- so I'm doing a show with them, and then I'm hosting a show for a fella, an Irish comedy show in the, in the night, which is going to be like just crazy party. Similar to the party show we had here, uh, that kind of vibe. When, cool. h- are you going to be able to make ends meet doing that? Yeah. Yeah? Because you, yeah. you got to split that revenue with everybody. Yeah. Oh, well, the mo- yeah. The mob show. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think so. Well, well uh, I'm so I'm going over. I'm I'm staying with you guys in that uh, in the Barcelona oh, club right. state place. Yeah, yeah. in some nice. dormitory. Yeah. So we're saving <laughs> a bit of money that? on Where that. Where are you staying? If we could have the room numbers and <laughs> uh, address and uh, postcode. Queen Margaret. University? Are you staying at the uni? Yeah. Co- yeah. Accommodation. Yeah. Right. yeah. So we're staying Yonks out. So we're yeah, it's quite far. Down. That's yeah, Yonks out. So I'm gonna buy outskirts. a bike and I'm gonna cycle in and out every day. I'm gonna do the sober for Edinburgh. I'm not gonna drink. You're gonna be cycling through some uh, some fairly rough neighborhoods. Am I? Yeah. Ah, good stuff. 
John Spillane <laughs> and doing the Nidri tour. It should be fun. Ah, yeah. Be on Good the stuff. Um, and then in the rain, probably every night as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, so I've got the two shows and I'll do other stuff. Yeah, I will be, I'll be grand. I'll be what's, grand. What's I, won't, I won't make a bunch of money, but I won't lose money either. Oh, that's fire. What's the improv like there? I imagine there's some fierce improv performers oh yeah like baby wants candy it's like a huge show at Edinburgh. What's it? and then whenever the bear pack is over they sell it out but then it's, it's just like stand-up as well then there's like loads of like shite, shite dicks so i presume like in terms of making money you would at this stage do better not going to edinburgh right doing doing suffering yeah. somewhere else touring europe yeah coming i would to be better off yeah know, like, kind of Definitely, any other option yeah. would be better how's so you your going, touring going by the way Good, good. I'm having fun. I, I am going. I, I no, tried to do one of those. This is a money ones. question, John. Oh, money. Uh, I'm awful. <laughs> Average with it. sales. I have to. I still have to. I, I still have forgotten to invoice you for the last time I was here. Really? That's how bad to. I am. It's fine. Right? It's, you don't have to. I always just forget to to, to uh, do any of the money stuff. Um, you have to send invoices. It's yeah. very professional. It's scary. Yeah, I, yeah. John I really hate hates paying taxes. Yeah, I heard that about him. Uh, yeah, so oh, it'll be it'll be ups and downs. Like this, here's the thing about when you're selling s- tickets for a solo show. Like once you start selling them a certain number of tickets, like it's like oh yeah, when people are paying like fifteen euro per person or ten euro per person, you're like oh that adds up fairly quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, no 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 tour I've had I've had oh well so very rarely I'd be like oh that's a packed mega great sh- show, but afterwards I'm like. Oh, that was a fun audience. And I look back, I'm like, oh, I made more money than I thought. What's it? Okay, oh, I'll cool. ask a money question. I oh, yeah. yeah. So what's the most you've cleared from one show then? What's the cleared from one show? Oh. Huh. I, I made recently on, like, I remember one day recently between walking tours and shows, I was like, oh, I made like two grand today. Holy hell. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I right, never mind. For my show in Madagascar, <laughs> I made 50 grand. What? Yeah, f- 50 grand in uh, Madagascar money. Uh, uh, oh, wait, what, can, what, what does that come to in, uh, Ari, Ari. in uh, something uh, else? About 10 euros, I think. <laughs> well, still. 15 euros. I was stoked, yeah. What, what can 50,000 like 50, buy there? Uh, it'll buy you a wife. A couple of meals. A couple of meals at the nicest restaurant. I'm going to go to Madagascar then. Say, Sounds yeah. good. A lot of people do go there to get wives. A lot of French people. A lot of French people. Yeah, it's kind of like the French version of what like Thailand is for the English, you know, or Vietnam is for the the Russians. I am going to talk to the lemur of Sasha Baron Cohen. Madagascar the movie? I'm sorry, I haven't seen it. No. <laughs> Your references are, are wasted. Oh, ben oh, Stiller Lion. Oh. I dressed today like Baz Luhrmann's uh, Romeo and Juliet. Did and you? Yeah, and I was just excited because I felt like you were the only person that would get this reference. Mercutio, right? I, I'm sorry, John, I haven't John seen it for Lizamo. a long time. Yeah, yeah like Wazamo. Yeah. No, you anyway. didn't. No, you didn't. Rosie Perez. Mm. Anyway, uh, anything else, guys? Let's wrap up this section, yeah? No, wrap we'll it. We'll let John... John, go off to his dinner. It's I mean, fancy, my friend Danica. Pants, fancy pants dinner party. All right, have fun. Yeah. I know your friend Danica. Yeah, we were talking about him around this very same podcast. Yeah? Yeah. He did great the other night at your birthday. Your oh, birthday, yeah, your yeah, birthday yeah, 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 yeah. He gave kind of like a best man speech. He was there. <laughs> it was pretty yeah, much yeah, like yeah. a best man speech. But the, the, the comedy he yeah. did at the start was fantastic. I don't think he's performing at all when he had... He had very oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a dad now. He's a, he's a big yeah. man. But that mm. new bit, yeah, he's that new bit's good. Mm. Yeah, and you can hear it 
next time you perform is at the Comedy Clubhouse. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Every every Friday night at 9 p.m. I don't know. We did we have a sponsor? I thought I had a sponsor. Oh, Allegrify. Be sure to start your profile today on Allegrify, the LinkedIn for comedy performers. That's right, mm. Allegrify. Allegrify. Mm. I'm trying to think of all the other tag. So we, I, I don't know, Andy, if you heard this yet, but we have. Uh, I, heard, I met the guy. You met Jacob. Yeah, I met him okay. the other night. So yeah, he launched this platform he's trying to build that's uh, just like an easy way for a comedian to make a website and then find venues oh, in different nice. places. Yeah. Mm. And so they're now our, uh, our official sponsor. Mm. Yeah, speaking of me mm. being bad at organizing, I, uh, I haven't changed my website since I made it. And it's all talking about like, uh, like it's like from like 2019. See me in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it's like see me, like it's like, oh, it's like my Australian dates and all this stuff. And I did an interview in the radio recently and the guy was like, oh, this is during lockdown actually. And he said, uh, so John, I see that you're doing <laughs> a tour of Asia and Australia. Uh, I'd imagine that'd be pretty difficult considering <laughs> we're in a worldwide lockdown. I was like, ah, yeah, no, I, I haven't changed my website. That's obviously not happening. Oops. <laughs> uh, and that's then where Allegrify helps you out. You can sign up and it will automatically trawl all the event websites that exist mm. and add them onto your, your website, I believe. I it think it uses, it, yeah, it actually uses AI. I forget what it's, some sort of neural network. Or and this is like a, this is a free service that yeah. comedians can sign up? At the moment it's free. For? I, again there, again there, I'm a bit early. nervous about this because it sounds like you know, AI is bad, Skynet, mm -hmm. but also what would be worse is like a comedy Skynet. So like it's trying to do jokes as well. I don't know. A Skynet that kills all working comedians. Yeah. If, if you're not <laughs> on it, good. that would work out for you, wouldn't it? Yeah. That would be good. I hope it kills everybody but the comics. That's what I'm hoping for. All right, guys. Let's, uh, let's call it a wrap for today. Yeah? Uh, let's thank our guest, John Spillane. Thanks again, Thank Spallone. you and welcome. And then uh, Andy Ritchie, of course. Cunt. <laughs> the cunt himself, yeah. the cunt master. Uh, Johnny Boy Ellis, of course, has been hosting and working the ones and twos. And I've been uh, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Thank you and good night.